Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? <laughs> Good evening, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. Tonight, I have with me four members of my firefighter family. I have Rob. Good evening. Ash. Hello. Mr. Spence. Hi, Carl. And Scott. Hey there. And tonight, we're going to be talking about a subject is uh, turn out your pockets, which is basically what you've got in your turnout gear and your fire gear. So, I'm going to start with... <coughs> Mr. Spence. All right. Mr. Spence, what do you have in your pockets? I have got firefighter gloves, AutoX gloves, and those are in my right and left pants pockets, respectively. Yeah, each hand yeah. is in. Right? Right. Uh, right pants pocket has a balaclava, usually a pants water in there also. Mm, pants water, pants water. Uh, left pants pocket has a flashlight and a rescue strap. And then my jacket, I have a flashlight in the radio pocket. I've got a rescue wrench in the left flappy pocket. And a rescue strap in the right flappy pocket. Sometimes utility gloves in the slash pockets. Oh, the slash pockets. Right? I forgot about those, actually. I don't even use those, I think. And sitting on my counter at home are set... This <laughs> <laughs> isn't sitting on your counter at home, podcast. Of big-ass wire cutters. <laughs> They will eventually make their way into my <clears throat> probably left front slash pocket or uh, flappy pocket, and sometimes a multi tool. Yeah, yeah. So did did you? St- I'm guessing you didn't start out with all those things. Like so, let's. It was one of those things you started to add to, right? Like it's because uh, yeah. I've started to do it now. You just get bits and pieces of extra stuff, and you get into a situation where you're like, eh, I could, I really need this tool. It'd be nice to have it in my pocket. Can you think of a situation that? came up where you were like, oh, you know what? I wish I had X being whatever you like. Hmm. Well, I'm called on to fix trucks from time to time, so whatever tool I may need to fix said truck might be handy to have in my pockets. You would probably need a toolbox yeah, at that point. Yeah, toolbox is handy because yeah. you can't just reach in and <laughs> pull out whatever you need. I need a screwdriver. Oh, right, cool. Just this magical bag. Yeah, wouldn't that be neat? It would be. That'd be <clears> sweet. Huh. Yeah, that's what I want for my <laughs> extra pieces, like a bag of holding. And a... <laughs> Tool belt. Ratchet. You said you have two rescue straps? I do. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, <clears throat> I'm a Sorry. firm believer in rescue straps. I have one in my pants, one in my jacket. Um, they're just so handy for anchors, for ropes, uh, for holding nozzles. I just carry two. Two flashlights also, because I like the flashlight in my jacket because it's easy to reach. It's tethered with a carabiner under my jacket. But from time to time, I'm caught without my jacket, like on, uh, I remember that wildfire up there. Um, all of a sudden, I didn't have my jacket, so I didn't have a flashlight. So I said, enough of that nonsense, and put another flashlight <coughs> in my pants. Two. Two. Two? Yep. Yeah, the rescue strap stuff for sure. I've only just recently got one. 
Um, and it's been super useful already, just for tying off on doors and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, now, one thing we teach our guys to do back to writ is to have your rescue strap um, somewhat dangly out mm-hmm. in one of your pockets so we can see it. So if we need to use it for anything or you need to access it quickly, you can just snag it with your thumb and pull it out. So that's why I, we normally set up, I normally set mine up with my, my straps hanging down a little bit. Not far, because otherwise it gets snagged on, on stuff in the structure. But I know that's one thing that we were showing for a while, is to have your strap so you can you can access it quickly and also I can see it on you if I needed to use it to make a, a harness or something for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those kind of all-purpose things because, I mean, we, we use it obviously for, for RIT. <clears throat> for door control, it's great for door control. Um, and then, like you said, you can also use it in emergency situations for, um, for slings and for tying off. Right for tying off, no? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Rope anchors. Uh, Swiss seats. Swiss seats. Yeah. Make a harness for yourself for egress if you need to. No, by rescue strap we mean a piece of tubular webbing. That's uh, right. Inch, one inch. One inch tubular webbing. And we normally have, I think it's twelve feet. Something like in that. The twelve feet. Yeah. Um, you can get longer. Like in our trucks, we have longer. We have much longer to tie around for big anchors. Mm-hmm. We have shorter. Um, but for each member, I think all the straps have been cut to about the 12-foot length. And a lot of guys keep them tied in loops. <clears throat> yeah, with a water knot. Yeah. One of the knots, one of the four knots we actually <laughs> use. <laughs> Always back to knots. Scott, what do you have in yours? Oh, I got lots of stuff. Um, my left thigh pocket I have, it's kind of like the tool pocket, so I got... Um, a pair of tin snips, which I use as wire cutters and much other, like, they're kind of multi-purpose. Um, the only thing is that I found they are, um, like, pointy end, and they tend to put holes in my turnout gear. <laughs> so, if you get um, cutters, make sure they're round head, which I'm going to replace in, and replace my turnout gear. Because <laughs> there's a hole in it now. Um, and I noticed that reason. I was like, oh, why is there a hole in my pocket? Oh, that's why they, these tin snips went through once. So there's that. Um, you kind of have to get stuff. If you're going to get tools, you got to get stuff that will hold up to some of the uh, rust because they're, they're going to be in your pockets. You're going to forget about them. Your pants are going to go wet and they're just going to get a little bit rusty. So you have the tin snips, which, like I said, double as wire cutters. They cut out, you know, I use them for a bunch of different stuff for cutting. Um, I have a, like a, kind of a pipe wrench um, for various things, for whether it's taking a battery off a car or, you know, Pipe wrenching things. I think you've decided <laughs> that you have channel locks or water pump players. I think is what we decided. Is that what we decided they're called? I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was a pipe wrench. So oh no, sorry, not a pipe wrench. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said, but yeah, because a pipe wrench is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely not have a pipe wrench in my pocket. <laughs> Stick to the nozzle, Scott. <laughs> This is why Spence makes his trips. Um, also, in my left pocket, I have a seatbelt cutter, which we actually used the other day. It also doubles as a uh, side airbag, uh, a curtain airbag cutter, because we oh. cut the curtain airbags out to get access to that uh, on that accident scene the other day. So we hmm. we use that. So that's why in my not? pocket. Um, also in my left pocket. I think I usually have a door wedge in that pocket. I have a lot of door wedges, and I don't use the expensive door wedges. I use just literally cut off pieces of wood because if I left leave it in a fire it's whatever I can go make another one you can buy those uh, plasticky door wedges or metal door wedges but you lose one you're out a few bucks right mm-hmm. whereas wooden ones you can just make a whole bunch um, 
So that's that pocket. I usually have my extrication gloves in that pocket as well. So like some good, fairly good quality, like 511 um, like work gloves or something. Nothing uh, nothing too thick, but not you don't want too thin either, right? Yeah, mobility. Uh, yeah. That's crucial when you're into the extrication stuff. Yeah. Um, and then in my right pocket, I have my um, structural gloves. One set of structural gloves in that pocket. I used to carry a pocket mask for quite some time. Oh. Like a full pocket mask. But then I was like, well, why am I carrying this? Because <laughs> there's lots of... And it's the one thing, like, I always, like, look at what I'm doing, what I'm carrying. Am I carrying too much? Am I not carrying enough? Um, pocket mask I thought we needed when I first started as a firefighter. And then after many years, I'm like, well, I don't really need this anymore. Because the paramedics are usually there. And now with the new CPR, it's basically all on the chest. So you don't even need to breathe for the person anymore. So you're talking... CPR. Yeah, like a full-on CPR pocket yeah. mask. So that was tucked in, like, in a, and it was in its own case, so it was, like, covered up from any soda or anything. So that's no longer in my pocket. Um, so then moving up to my jacket, my right, what do you call it, the flappy pocket? <laughs> my right flappy pocket, I have uh, a couple pieces of sidewalk chalk, like kid's sidewalk chalk, for marking doors, marking uh, egress. Like, like Rob was saying, we can mark the floor with it, you can mark the wall, you can mark a door. Um, I just I could use it for various things. Um, there is usually some leftover candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> no, and that's usually that's also where I have my uh, my pocket water. Mm -hmm. That's the water I slam before we go to a fire. We talked about that during uh, I think our wildfire episode. Wildfire, yeah. wolffire, or wolffire, or wolffire. Oh. So I always have that in my pocket. That's that pocket. Um, my left side, I have my rescue strap dangling out. Yep. Uh, I have another set of structural gloves. So, um, because your one set usually gets soaked. So then my second set is what I put on after I, after I'm done rehab and I go back to fight the fire. I put my, my fresh set on. Um, inside my inside pocket, I have a balaclava. That's my main balaclava. Um, I used to, I think I still have one. I haven't checked in a while, but I, I used to have a headlamp in there. Similar to the same idea why Spencer carried two flashlights, because if we're on a grass fire or something, um, a lot of times your helmet, you might not have your helmet on or, or with you at the moment, so I put the, my headlamp on. Um, since we got the helmet lights on our helmets, though, it's it's not it's kind of redundant now, because back when we first started, there was no helmet lights, so that's why I was carrying the headlamp. Right. Um, so that's in that pocket. Front po pocket where the radio goes. Since I've been getting uh, in the front seat more for the officer side, I've been not. I've been taking my flashlight out, and putting it in one of my other pockets because it's a good place for your radio to sit. Um, I think that's about it. I always carry a carabiner or two extra. Yeah. Right now my flashlight's broken. <laughs> so it's kind of blunt. Let's have it. Clean that up for that, the safety officer. I need to. I just noticed it the other day actually, there so I gotta go. fix it. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. I think. Flash. Yeah, I got. Uh, Got to think in my pants, flappy pockets. I have structural gloves left and right, um, respectively, for each hand. I have. Uh, I have in my. I don't keep much in my pants. I keep that pretty light. Um, <laughs> <ew. laughs> All right. Well, this will be my last pocket. <laughs> I leave a lot of room for pants water. I, uh, I usually have um, 
one full one ready to go at all at all all times there. Um, in my jacket, I have a uh, I have my webbing on my right side, front flappy pocket. I have my multi tool, sea um, fog cutter, um, coupling tool. What is that thing called? Rescue wrench. A rescue wrench. Oh, I have one yeah. of those too. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. so I keep that in my right pocket. Uh, my left pocket, I have a set of. They're the same as my. Um, come on, brain. <laughs> wow, my extrication gloves, which I have off of a strap on the outside of my jacket. I have two pairs. One of them is more of a. I keep the ones up up top as a extrication glove. I keep the ones in my pocket. They're a bit more shit kicked. I, I, I use those in, in the mop up where you don't need to be using your uh, structural gloves. Um, it's nice to still have something for some hand protection uh, when you're still on scene. You're not actively fighting the fire. Uh, you just want to have something with a bit more dexterity than, you know. Uh, so I have that. I also keep, uh, I, I know in the back of our trucks we have um, your rubber uh, gloves. If you're going to uh, MVA, uh, some something like that, I like to keep a second pair in my pocket. And I mean, we've just said here tonight, prior to going live here, uh, they tend to break down if you leave them in there. So you have to be mindful. Oh! <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to be aware how hell these things have been in there for because they they do break down. Uh, but I keep an extra pair there. More times than not, especially if you're going in and out of gloves while these things are, uh, while you're wearing the, the rubber gloves, uh, you you uh, you can tear them, you can rip them. So having to run all the way back to the truck to grab a second pair, I just reach in my pocket, switch one of those out. Um, rescue strap, I have that. I do have my uh, flashlight. Same thing up by the radio uh, pocket, but I do have mine dangling off of a extra carabiner. Uh, so that's just loose. I do have a, I believe those are called a big eddy, a right angle big eddy. I have yeah. a straight, yeah. Big ed. Big, big, big ed, yeah. yeah. So I've got a, uh, uh, just a yeah. straight big ed uh, in my in my bottom pants pocket. It's well. a little ed. So those so, are the ones with the, the yeah. it's got like a little top hammer and then the seatbelt cutter, is that the... Is that what you're talking about? What's that? What's the big head? He's talking about flashlight. The flashlight. Like right. that, that we all have. The, the right yellow angle. One? Yellow. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got one of those, a little head, which is just a, it's the same output. I don't know if that's actually what it's called. I, I, <laughs> think, I, I think it is. Um, well, there's some sort of machine that we can check. Yeah. Let's, let's go live on the Google. Uh, I have that in my, uh, in, in my right hand spot. I think that's all I carry. Oh, I also got a windshield breaker. Windshield breaker. Absolutely. Like one of those for motor ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that dangling off of the same carabiner as my flashlight. So those are quick access. Just snap it off your jacket and go. And you know what? The other day we had to break glass. And I took a fish in my pocket and pulled up my... My rescue tool, not my thing that I've been holding Sweet on my hand. they just waiting. <laughs> it's waiting to use it. And always fine. That's the problem with having so much gear. It's like, mm -hmm. what? I haven't used this in a while. Where is it? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, I got this cool thing that I haven't used. Oh, I got this thing. I'm like, as soon as I saw this, this needed to cut something, I'm like, seatbelt cutter! It's been 50 bucks for this thing. I'm using it. <laughs> I think that's key, though, is you kind of keep some of this stuff fluid. Like, you're always not moving it because you want to make sure that you know where it is in that moment. But, uh, I mean, you can add, you can take away. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whatever works best for any season. Or yeah, for, 
Whatever. Absolutely. For any yeah. season is key. Yeah. If I haven't used this in a couple of years, well, toss it. Yeah. I uh, forgot that we have inside pockets. I keep a baseball cap in my inside pocket. Mm-hmm. And because of the asthmas, I sometimes have an inhaler in there also. Right. There you go. Yeah. Roberto, what do you keep in yours? I can't pinpoint with as much accuracy where what? everything is on my gear like these <laughs> really? guys can. I know, yeah, I know. It's terrible. Um, in my in my bunker gear, in my pants, uh, I know I've got uh, two pairs of extrication gloves. One are a more heavier duty winter style that are fleece on the inside. Mm. Um, and with Clutch. some nice uh, durable um, knuckle covers? Or yeah, knuckle guard. Um, like a rash guard or whatever you want to call it. Um, so I've got those. Uh, the other ones I've got are the uh, uh, the Watson brand Convict gloves um, for more of the extrication, just because they're a little bit more flexible, a little bit easier to grab on the things. I kind of use those as my mop-up as well sometimes. Um, I have those in my pants. I have a bottle of water. Uh... I think I have a plastic wedge in one pocket. Um, I don't go. I didn't buy mine. Mine are. Uh, I don't got, got them donated. One of the ones that donated that uh, Bob and Speedy went to yeah. for the fire chiefs convention. Yeah. Usually yeah, yeah. pick up one of those once in a while when they bring back some goodies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much all I've got in my pants. Uh, in my jacket, I've, I know I've got the uh, webbing strap in the. One of the pockets stuff kind of moves around once in a while it's because i get uncomfortable with it being in one spot and i move it around uh inside my jacket inside pocket i usually have my balaclava but it moves around too from there to the hook where my gear is hanging because sometimes i rather than reaching in after i've got my jacket on to grab my balaclava i'll put it on the hook so that's one of the first things that goes on and then my jacket um because it's a little bit of a struggle to get that balaclava seated properly when it trying to when you've got your jacket on already. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've got a cheap carabiner off the the little radio clip on the outside of the gear. Uh, sometimes I have my flashlight hanging off of that, or sometimes I have my flashlight in the radio pocket, um, and then I can easily clip it onto the carabiner. Um, and then sometimes I have a pair of safety glasses in the in the radio pocket as well just kind of sometimes they're there sometimes i gets uncomfortable having the, them in there getting scratched up or uh flashlight in there that's pretty much all i have oh my uh my uh my gloves my uh firefighter gloves aren't in my pockets they're actually on a velcro strap with a clip that hangs off of the outside of my jacket so they're right there that's where i've got mine actually yeah oh, yeah because then we got those new, the, what are they, dragon, dragon gloves? Dragon fire? Dragon called? fire, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, we, yeah. Got, we got them with them. I find them way easier to have them there. Like, oh, the straps came with them? Yeah. 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 I had my structural gloves on my chest, but they're so bulky for yeah. other calls. He got these big, bulky, I was like, eh. So I switched out for, a, and this is for me personally, I, yeah. I thought uh, a bit leaner pair of gloves there. I like it a lot better. I do have, we were talking about tools. Uh, I have had periodically uh, like a rounded nose kind of pair of wire cutters that 
Um, they kind of cross over and join each other to make the cut. Yeah, those are the kind I want to get. I have yeah, a pair of those yeah. somewhere. They're either in my bunker gear bag uh-huh. or in my locker somewhere. I just haven't put them back mm-hmm. in. So. Yeah, those are. I, I actually bought a pair of those after we went up on that grass fire up on this side because yeah. we got to the fence and we had to go back to the truck to get snips. And it was just, I'm, I'm never doing that yeah. again. Like, no. Walking. Well, it was it was like in the heat we were in, in the way the way the fire was coming at us, like it was just a pain. Oh, in the ass. super super useful. Yeah, yeah. If we'd have had those, it would have just been quick. Just time savers, right? Yep. Same with me. I got the snips. Uh, I just bought two little clamps that go on my helmet for my headlamps because I got fed up with asking for a flashlight for my helmet. Oh right, because you're uh, <laughs> you still got the older helmets. That yeah, don't have, you don't have the headlamp on it. No. Oh. So I got those little Soon side enough, mounts. You should have one of those. Yeah. Oh, they work. They do just fine. Um, do you have two? I have two, yeah. That's right. Yeah, and it, it, they're good. And they're like, good. Yeah. I think uh, with those side mount helmet uh, lights, what the Spencer never noticed it when we when we teach RIT, uh, especially when we do our RIT challenge course, um, I remember a couple of times there when we'd look at the end of the day, because we were running pe- people through this course, we'd look into the tunnel we had and those helmet lights, how many we've like probably like ten of them got ripped off people's helmets. Oh really? Because they're just, you know they're, they're sticking a little farther, and people are banging their helmets, and so we, yeah we looked in. There's pieces of light, and lights are off, and yeah. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. it's good to know. Like yeah, I mean, it might not happen, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's good to know. Yeah, they they seem to work for now for what I've been using them for. Um, the my pocket light I ended up changing out for a different kind of different flashlight because the other one my buckle was bent and it just kept falling out of my pockets. It was down near useless. And then I just got my extrication um, and just my, my standard firefighter, structural fire gloves and a rescue strap. And that's about it for me. Door chop. Yeah. So let's... Like a wedge. Yeah, door wedge. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just have a... <clears throat> the, the difference between our gloves, obviously, and... and the, the structural difference. So I remember we used to have the old gloves for stretcher fire fighting. And if you're on a volunteer fire department, you're probably inheriting gear. So when you inherit gear, you probably get the gloves that feel or like... Or vulturing gear. Or vulturing gear. one guy left yeah. and I was just like... I went out before... We weren't even left at the back door. I was like taking his stuff. I was like, I even left the building. Kenny's when, yeah, when I was like, I was like, yoink. Like, I got new gloves, new balaclava. Yeah. 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 And it's, yeah, oh yeah, balaclava as well. I always keep my balaclava in my, on my boot though. Like it's the first thing I pick up off my boots and then I put my boots out and put my feet in my boots because... Actually, Again, I, like you said, it's a nightmare trying to put it on afterwards with yeah. your jackets on, right? Much like my gloves, actually, I forgot, I actually have two bit belt gloves. I got one inside my pocket and then one tucked inside my helmet. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So that way when, like, again, when I'm after I'm done with rehab, I'll pull out the, you got kind of the fresh belt clava, put that on. The fresh, the fresh balaclava that was inside the fire on top of my helmet. <laughs> I should go back. I should go the other way. I should wear the helmet yeah, one first, and then put. The, but anyways, it's definitely fr- it's fresh in the way that it's not soaking wet or, or ice cold if we were on a you know fire in the middle of winter. Yeah. So I find that helps a lot. So pieces of gear that you've added. I mean, obviously we've got the different gloves, and we all know why. Uh, for us, at least, we carry the two. If you've ever tried doing anything. Uh, finicky with structure gloves it's a nightmare to try and do um, so when you start working on tools having those thinner ones is is way nicer 
Um, so that's why we I've got those. Um, what else? What else? So let's um, let's maybe look at if there was a if there was one tool that you could put in your pocket. What would it be? Like if there was one small thing, it just whatever something that you know now that you could have used on another scene. I'm gonna add door wedges. Door wedges. I haven't got door wedges. That's yeah. what I'm gonna add. Hate to be vanilla about the whole thing, but <laughs> door wedges. Yeah. Uh, you want to go to Ash? Uh, Ash. <laughs> want to go Ash? Dying to bring up. What do you got to say, Ash? I agree with Spencer. I would add. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, I saw something on the interwebs there, and I I kind of got pumped on it. I believe it's called the Modus Snagger Tool. And it's basically just an S. Um, aluminum S. Like a Superman S. Like a Superman S, a absolutely. Um, I was talking with Spencer about it earlier, and he said it's, uh, you know, S as his name. So he was immediately <laughs> intrigued. Hey, my name's you. Right, hey, hey, my name's you. Boom, right? Yeah. We're out saying, oh, there you go, yeah. yeah uh, so anyway, it's, uh, in, a, in essence, uh, look it up. It's, uh, it's a S, and you hold on to it. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. There it is. There you go. Yeah, so, picture of it on the interwebs. Uh, we have a picture right off the, in the interwebs. If only we had video, which we yeah. don't. <laughs> uh, are we going to add a link or something? Yeah. I feel like we almost should. Yeah. I feel like, Throw some props you know, these Modus if people. you're listening, Modus, the firefighter <laughs> tool, uh, which is a Canadian company, I believe, which is, uh, is throw that oh, out positive. there. Um, so we're looking at it right now, but if you're handling the upper side of the tool, uh, a two and a half inch hose line can go through the bottom half of it. Uh, it keeps your hand at a 90 degree. So you're not, uh, you're, you're not trying to hold on to a two and a half inch hose line. So if you're um, like a backup, backup nozzle man, backup guy to the nozzle man, is that what you use? Uh, or even the nozzle man rather than, uh, they, they've got a really good video for it here. Yeah. So um, the one, I think, mm -hmm. the one that I've seen on Edge, because now, now I've seen this, I know kind of what it is. Yeah. But yeah, he's using it on his butt, on, for the back hand to control, mm -hmm. the, to control the hose, yeah. which is cool, right? So you're giving your pivot point so much further behind you, uh, you can keep that nozzle and just have a lot more control over it. Uh, it cuts, uh, it breaks glass, cuts glass, uh, tempered glass. It, uh, uh, you can use it in RIT. Um, you can tighten and loosen uh, couplers. I'm making no money off sales of it. <laughs> I just want to throw that right. It looks like you could uh, like, uh, you could ninja up a castle wall with it too. Yeah, they yeah, well, absolutely did. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things that they saw in the video, Ash was showing me the video. Repel out a window. Repel out a window. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think he was repelling. I think he was finding a safe spot. He was on the second floor. Yeah. The hose was. Well, he was using the hose line. I believe. But he didn't repel down it. No, he used, he used it just the hose to get line out. to hang out. Yeah. So yeah, now you're in a safe area. If the room that you're in gets oh, you're, you're out of the room. Oh. Yeah. I don't think you can move down your hose because it no. latches on pretty damn tight. Mm. Well, if you had multiples. Oh yeah. <laughs> like a spider can you use the hose as like a uh, total ninja. Like can you slide down it like a fire pole? Well, well you absolutely yeah. could. I've seen that on uh, on some one of those cheesy uh, fire shows once. <laughs> like yeah. from Chicago or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I actually literally I couldn't remember the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I always want to. <laughs> I think it would be really unfortunate if the hose that you were using to egress dislodged from wherever it was. Wherever it was, it was like three feet inside. Suck a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I'm but, wondering if you could you that the snagger tool can mm -hmm. you wedge that into a 
and do a wall and use that as an anchor like almost you know they use a halogen you can use a halogen bar as an anchor of your window could you use that as an anchor into the wall I guess I don't know it if would be, be strong enough two holes wrapped around a stud and hooked it on maybe yeah. right I mean around you need rope definitely. with you yeah. or yeah. even a rescue strap if you just want to hang out the window so you're not getting fried mm-hmm. right maybe that but then the rope that you're Ash when you order one order me one yeah I, I think it's pretty cool I think we should do a review on it. Yeah, I think yeah. we should. I'll reach out. I'm gonna reach out to mm-hmm. and see if see if we can get some. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah, but yeah. they do look they do they look awesome. They look great. Mm-hmm. That's their logo. Uh-huh. Just their logo. Yeah. Um, I think while we're talking about stuff in your pocket, that's cool. I mean, that we also don't have, <laughs> <laughs> but that you also reached out to is the RZ masks. Because yes. uh, one thing I think we're looking we're talking about right now for mop up. You don't, you don't always want to have your SCBA on because uh, it gets a little unruly. Plus, you're, I mean, you're breathing you're breathing air that you're going to run out eventually. Mm-hmm. So the RZ mask, it's a much more streamlined mask. And they, you know, it's it's sold as a kind of a mop-up. I mean, it's sold as other stuff too. Yeah. But part of the one side of their company is they're selling it for firefighters for mop-up. And it's basically like a very s- snug-fitting um, and kind of advanced dust mask. But it looks like it looks and it sounds like from reading about it, it it takes care of a lot of those hazards that we deal with. They have mm-hmm. a pretty good particulate filter in them, right. from what I've read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they got like five different types. And I've seen four I've, different types. Like even at the beginning of summer when we started having fire season, I saw a lot of their ads coming up on Facebook and mm. really looked into them and thought they'd be real handy to have. So that and we've the, got a couple coming to try. Is, yeah, and the great thing is you can. You can really wrap them up and keep them small in your pocket. Yeah, that's really. You know, they have a, a proper rebreather, like a like a rebreather, like a painting painting mask or something that you mm-hmm. would do. They're pretty big. Yeah, they're both. So yeah. these things look like they'd be better, and I I, I feel more guys would use them for mop up. Because the problem with a lot of guys are like, ah, I don't feel like going back to the truck, or maybe there's not <clears> enough um, mop up masks to go around because mm-hmm. I think we only have a few. Um, so guys are either a not going to wear them or b put on their SCBA for a few minutes and get tired and be like. Meh. Um, or Z's, you can put them on, wear them, yeah. and uh, maybe not necessarily for mop up, but like for the end of the like for mm-hmm. the very end of the fire, maybe you guys doing um, fire investigation, things like that. Yeah. I think they'd be coming handy. So it sounds like we got a couple of those coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. They said they were going to send us some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then we got we got five coming through, some different sizes with some different filters, and some yeah. of the real high end filters, and then we'll take them over and we'll test them in the burn building and and really kind of put them through the put them through the ringer. Yeah, I think that's going to be key. Scott and I did a bit of a clean-out the other, the other day, and we were running just your generic dust, dust mask. mask type, whatever, N95, whatever it is, mask, and it, it was... Uh, that's where more stuff got inside the mask than... Yeah. <laughs> we, I, we stopped. I took mine off, <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at Scott, Scott's looking at me, he's like, you're filthy. I'm like, yeah, you're pretty filthy. <laughs> and I look at the inside of my mask, I'm like, that is probably dirtier like i'm looking at more black soot on the inside of the mask mm. and of course that's just not sealing properly and you pinch it around your nose and you keep it nice and tight but i a side to side comparison those masks that we're we're about to try out i think will fit and seal so much better for us as well. and i actually felt it was more of a what's it, um a full sense of security because i had that thing mm-hmm. on and we you know we were like we were cleaning up the burn building we were in the burn building we were yeah. burning we were cleaning it out and, you know, when it was on, I was like, I was breathing fairly heavy because I'm like, oh, I got a mask on. I can, 
You know, because a lot of times if I don't have a mask on, I'll breathe like more shallow and I'll keep it. But this is like, oh, I got a mask on. I can breathe super heavy and taking big gulps of air through my nose. And yeah. I was blowing chunks well, out for a couple of days. For, it was gross. Everyone listening right now is going, you dicks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why were you not wearing a CBA? Well, and at the time, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and to be honest, it was, you know, it was mostly actually just um, some hay dust, a lot of hay dust mm-hmm. in there. So it wasn't even like really, because I mean, in your burn building, you're not burning you're not burning like tires and stuff because that's yeah. no, it's part of the NFPA. Right? You're not gonna you're not gonna burn um, tires or or fu- fuels that, like toxic fuels. Yeah. It's yeah. mostly just um, pallets, and hay. pallets and hay. So um, it's not like I mean they're still still not good for you, but mm-hmm. still you know typically a a good dust mask or a good mask should stop that particular thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing I found with those basic dust masks is using them around home for sanding and stuff. It does everybody's face is different so they don't form on the bottom the same they do for other yeah. people and so they find a way in there um mm-hmm. yeah yeah so they work for some people they don't for others um yeah like scott says sometimes it gives you that false sense of security and usually when i clean the burn building i actually do wear the full mm-hmm. like whatever not not on scba but i wear the the ones that, that we give that the officers yeah the filler mask yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's actually an old scba mask with that and we got to screw in the carbon filters carbon filter mm-hmm. so i usually wear that but when i was oh dust mask that'll be perfect for what we're doing mm-hmm. so next time i'm wearing the full mask yeah. or hopefully the rz mask will be here and we'll put those things for the test yeah they look really cool when i spoke to the when i spoke to the guy on the phone he was telling me all the the different fancy things that you can you can screw into the side pieces and but they fit really well they fit tight it was actually he said that one of the um the the largest volunteer fire department in uh, in the states actually uses them there's like a few hundred members or something i can't remember but he said they use them quite frequently the filters will last anywhere between I think it was 20, 20 to 80 hours or something, depending on what you're doing, um, you know, and the, the environment you've been wearing them in. Um, they're not a replacement for an SCBA by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, it, for for cleanup, definitely. Um, for some, maybe for some exterior work for after the fire, obviously, as well, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, super fun. Even, even if you were just going into... Uh, even like um, with vehicles and stuff, like if you're going in for extrication and you're dealing with patients, maybe in a more, uh-huh. I don't know, bodily fluid situation, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be, do you know what I mean? Maybe get rid of some of the smell and things like that. I'm thinking pump operator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of the time yeah. you're up it's on the deck. a really good one. You know, and we don't have in the truck an SCBA as a pump operator, which you know maybe we should be looking into, or at least have one around. They could steal the one off a tender or something. But um, you know you're not indirect. You're hoping you're not going to be in direct downwind from this, but things change. Uh, if you had something like that out there, it's uh, that'd be. I think the problem with nice. having a mask like that is for the pump operator, though being one myself, a lot of the time, is that it's still only covering your your nose and mouth area where mm-hmm. your eyes are still exposed to that smoke as Absolutely. well. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, definitely you're not breathing that in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, something that's a fa- facial mask of some sort would be. Oh yeah. I think that's would be more key, beneficial. More beneficial. Yeah. Um, if that's what we have and can get and mm-hmm. use. If everybody's going to have one of these yeah. in their pocket and they get into a situation where maybe, oh, Hey, it's getting a little smoky. The winds have changed. 
Obviously, I can't pack up the truck and just mosey on to the other side of the structure. Yeah. Pop on your quick mask. You're, you're better off than what you were 30 seconds ago. And you might some only breathing need room, so to speak. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. You might only need it for two minutes. The wind changes or that's right. the smoke dissipates or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The initial thought was for grass fires. So, you know. Yeah. On that, you're you're keeping mobile. You've got your you've got your lighter mask that you're dealing with. I mean, we see that the forestry guys tend to have some different type. They have those kind of sorts of masks, mm -hmm. right? So, if any, actually, sometimes I've seen them wearing like nothing. Well, right now, fine. like what yeah. I have in my in my forestry buckets, my coveralls, I I just have a bandana. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a bandana I can soak put over my mouth. Or wear my headlights, but like I wore in the summer, and Spencer yeah. harassed me about it. Yeah, it's because you look like a tool. <laughs> <laughs> By tool, it means a pirate. <laughs> going back to going back to uh, things we'd like to have more in our pockets. Mm. I like the idea. Thinking about it now, uh, Spencer talking about having two pairs of webbing. Um, just with the practice we did a couple, uh, I want to say a month or two ago with the high point rescue with the ladder, um, where we tested two pieces of webbing and doing a crisscross in the back or uh, using a second piece of webbing mm -hmm. to uh, support a unconscious patient out of a window um, or firefighter even if we had to um, out of the window, that second webbing actually assisted in um, balancing out that un unconscious person and lowering them down using our high point rescue. Right. Um, so definitely that'd be something I'd consider throwing a second pair of those in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't think you can have enough of those things. There's so many uses for them, and in a situation of pinch, they can do so much good. I think you've got enough. Yeah. No, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> their truck has a lot of. Yeah. I just. Well, anyway. we found it. We found webbing. <laughs> Maybe like 50 of them just dangling in your pocket. Well, some guys, <laughs> I, you know, some, guys have, some guys have a lot of those things. Um, they have like daisy chained off their gear. There's a lot of firefighters you'll see. Like they'll have like like massive amounts of these straps. Just don't but again, how much is too much stuff you're, you're going to carry? Yeah. Well, that was because some of the stuff, like when I bought the those clamps for my helmet for the flashlights, there was like a band that came with them. And it's like elastic or rubber, and you can like slide stuff in. And I thought, oh, I'll use it for my helmet because I looked around, and a lot of the guys were carrying all their wood chocks and stuff yeah. in their helmet. Mm -hmm. oh, that seems Makes like sense. a fairly good idea. That's a big thing, yeah. So I, I tried it and I tested it, but it yeah, covers up your names fire. and stuff. And I know mm. that people get funny if yeah, names are covered yeah, up on helmets started, yeah. and stuff, right? So yeah, are, yeah. yeah, so I, I it's still it's just in the cupboard. I've not I've not used it since after testing it, but it would have worked just fine. I feel the longer I'm in, the more streamlined I'm getting. Like I used to have a lot more stuff, and then it's like, it's like a veteran in the military. Yeah. Like you start. I don't need this. I don't, don't need this, this anymore. Yeah, get rid of that. Yeah. It's like you're throttling back. Because eventually, like you realize, well, what's actually on the truck that I can? Yeah. That we can get fairly easy. Yeah. Um, like what's help? What you know? Yeah, it's nice to have these things. Like it's nice to have that windshield breaker, but I forgot I had it. <laughs> Whereas I have another tool that has a windshield breaker on it. Mm -hmm. Or not a windshield. Sorry, I shouldn't just say windshield breaker. Uh, window breaker. Because um, yeah, we don't want a windshield saw in my pocket. <laughs> or although, the, although, although the, the whatever that wrench thing you just called. Yeah. What's it called? The old snagger tool. The old snagger. Snagger tool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll have to we'll have to look and see if we can get get mm -hmm. hold of some of those. They look sweet. Yeah. I was actually just looking at um, it, 
on the line actually they got those uh those cigarette lighter ones so it's this new tool for your car it's got a seatbelt car a flashlight um a window pop and it just it's a cigarette lighter thing as well it just plugs in to charge your light but perfect for just in your vehicle just for for run for those situations for whatever i mean we're near lakes enough that if you go in the water just a quick snip mm-hmm. could work in your gear too and triple as a flashlight because yeah. i don't actually have a seatbelt car you don't have one? I do not. No? No, I do not. You don't have a rescue wrench? I do not. Huh. No. You should fix that. Let's go Walter yeah. one. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the thing, right? Like, I don't think there was enough to go around, and there still has not. Well, and they break, and I don't think we bought new ones, because I don't know if they make those anymore, do they? They break? Oh, they break. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can break them. They're, they're not yeah. unbreakable plastic. They're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's pretty beat to shit. But no, I've broken them. I've broken one before. Yeah. I forgot what I was doing. Huh. Well, they become outdated. Doing something you probably decide to do, but our <laughs> gas company—they no longer. Oh yeah. Turn off gas. Oh yeah, the shutoff changed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Miller to a larger shutoff, and that's uh, yeah, rusty wrench there. Yeah. it. Oh dear. Mm. Oh, we should look at some new ones. Replacements. Mm-hmm. The rescue wrench also has a door wedge on it, but again, you're leaving your rescue wrench and possibly their fire door. Yeah. Or at an elementary school. Or at an elementary school like yeah. we did today. Yeah, we used it to wedge open the door. Yeah. Someone did. I did. And someone commented on it. Yeah. One of the teachers. Yeah, one of the teachers brought me my wedge back. <laughs> oh, did you Oh, did you leave it there? Well, I was going to go would back. Have, yeah, you would have got it. Yeah, she uh-huh. just brought it for me. Uh-huh. We also knew our irons were going to the arena. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go back there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> No, it wasn't like that at all. <laughs> so you, flew, uh, <laughs> you guys carry anything in your car for if you like re- responded to an accident? I like if you're know. say off duty. Well, we're always sorry, we're always on duty. But if you're if you're driving around and maybe you come across an accident and you're first there, do you have anything in your vehicles? I've got the lamest first aid kit ever, uh, but <laughs> I, I, I do Perfect. pack a whole bunch of extra. Uh, rubber gloves in there. I'm yeah. big on the rubber gloves. I, I grab a hammer. You don't want to get any I don't want to get your head. <laughs> so what, you got like a couple band-aids and an empty saline solution bottle? Yeah. <laughs> 30 pairs of gloves. Yeah, 30 pairs of gloves. gloves. Yeah. Ever get pulled over, eh? <laughs> what yeah. kind of a party was this? A really good one. Yeah. I got I got my, uh, I got work boots. I got a pair of extra jeans because a car flipped in a ditch once. And it was just all thorns all the way down the hill. And I was in flip-flops and shorts. And it sucked. I went and I got down there and I made sure everyone's cool. But man, it, I was picking them out for days. So I always carry my work boots in there now. And I always have a pair of jeans for sure. Um, what else? I don't know. Maybe it's your last. Yeah, maybe you should. Yeah, Rob, do you have anything anything in your? I don't really have much in my work truck. I mean, unless a baseball bat counts, but but that's for late night encounters. Um, Your lawyer's going to tell you to also have a ball and a glove. (laughs) Oh, I do have a ball and a glove as well. Yeah, you're only playing baseball. Late night encounters on the baseball field, right, Rob? That's right. Yeah, in my personal vehicle, I do have a bag that has, basically, it's just a roadside kit with some, uh, a flashlight that can have a screw-on flare, or a screw-on orange, uh, Like light. button? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that. Uh, you just know, it's got you a, direct traffic. A baton. A baton. It's Fun. got some, it's got some first aid stuff. Fun. Cotton baton? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. 
Like baton. a baton? Baton. Sure. What oh, you, yeah. Baton. Said accent. Baton. Again. Baton's like cotton. Like stuff in this, in this coach. Oh my God. In this coach. But... <laughs> oh, I would disagree. Thanks, Carl. Well, I know what you guys are it's got it's got some first aid stuff, but you know band aids and stuff like that. I don't really have much in in a personal vehicle for for actual coming up on scene. Never really thought of that. I mean, I've come up on some <laughs> scenes in a personal vehicle, but stuff where stuff's already going on with other first responders, so right. stuff that's never really needed to be there. But um, it'd be something to look into. I just remember actually, I've got a I've got a heat blanket, or one of those. Oh, like a thermal blanket. Yeah, thermal mm-hmm. blanket. And then just some towels, uh, and some flashlights, and that's about it for me. Spence. Yeah, I really got nothing. Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mechanic stuff? I got some mechanic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Does that count? I don't know. I, I, I got some mechanic depends stuff. The, depends on the situation. Why do yeah, I have the smallest things. car with the most amount of crap in my car? My whole trunk is literally full of rescue gear. <laughs> uh, I, I, if I <laughs> Which was, was actually yes. commented on once by Wade. We went to a, I was the first on scene at a grass bar this year, yeah. and Wade's like, "What else do you have in that trunk?" Because I literally like I have a small Toyota, and I pull out you know a full size water can fire extinguisher, pull out a shovel, <laughs> like a folding military shovel, a Pulaski tool. <laughs> A pair of work work boots, my extra set of coveralls, a bunch of gloves, like work gloves. He's like, what? And that's not even that. But... You got turnout gear in there, don't you? I got one old set of turnout coat, like that I would use for training, like training, like that I use. Yeah, like if I'm going to work on the burn building or anything, or if I'm, you know, go on to an accident scene and maybe I need extra protection. Mm-hmm. So I got a, you know, set of that. I got my, I got a dry suit in there, mainly because I'm too lazy to get out. It's in a bag and... So I got my dry suit. I got a wetsuit in there. Got a throw bag. Um, full first aid kit. Probably got, I usually have like three or four tourniquets on me. Not on my person right now, but... Uh, various edge weapons. <laughs> <laughs> no, no edge tools. Like like knives and stuff for cutting. Uh, and an axe, I think. What else do I have in there? Other than the Pulaski. Uh, oh, a full 200 foot of uh, static climbing rope. Several carabiners. You got like a bug out car. Most yeah. people just like pack a bag, but yeah, you look at my car and you're like, "What's that piece of crap?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, days. I need that because your your vehicles. Well, I mean, not yours, but you guys' trucks can go anywhere. I just need to be able to. <laughs> I need to have my stuff <laughs> so I can go somewhere with just me and my stuff. Because my car isn't going to go anywhere. Scott, by the way, when the zombie apocalypse <laughs> happens, is the guy you want on your side. <laughs> mm. you know, or at least we just need to steal his car. <laughs> yeah. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> we can drive your car into the back of my pickup. And there we go. go. Yeah. I'm away. Yeah. Granted, I have no room in my trunk anymore, so everything's in my backseat. <laughs> Everything I actually need. <laughs> I do have an old pair of overalls, actually, coveralls in there as well. In my. That's ridiculous. Well, that's nuts. It's nuts. I guess uh, I don't know. Well, PFDI is with PSD, PFD as well, <laughs> like a flotation device. Just in case there's a flood. No, because <laughs> no, I, I work, you know, where I work. Yeah, um, yeah. it's cl- fairly close to the river, and if we ever get a river call, and I'm the first one there, and grab it and go. Yeah, super useful. <laughs> like prepared for every situation. Does it get to is it ever gonna to get to the point now where it's like, where did I put the <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, well actually the other day I was looking, I'm like, there's my belt. <laughs> there's a belt I was looking for for years. It's like one of those Acme cartoon trunks. It just yeah. like falls in head. I really first. should go in there and clean it out. 
I may, I may or may not possibly have a full set of scuba gear in there too. Because <laughs> I'm not quite sure where it is right now. Yeah, he I think says it's may or may not because he doesn't know. <laughs> I believe it's actually in there. <laughs> so we've gone from turning out your pockets to turning your trunk. Turn out my trunk. That's awesome. Sweet. Brilliant. Spence. Yeah. If you could add anything. Oh no, I guess yeah, because yeah. you said you said chocks. You said door yeah, door yeah, chocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd add. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna add. Yeah. I think I'm gonna, gonna get one of these add. snagger tools. Maybe yeah, yeah. Because it's shaped like an S. Yeah. And then the start of when you're game. not using it, you can put it on your helmet and look like Superman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, you put it on your chest. Uh or like wear it like a like um flavor flip. Oh yeah, boy. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, anything else you want to touch on? What is Rob going to put in his pockets? If you can add something. Yeah. Oh, I don't well, I mean, the extra webbing. The extra oh, yeah, webbing. Extra webbing. Oh, I, I think the door oh, yeah, chalk, the door chalk would be a good yeah. thing to add because we really haven't taught that or even really gone into that. For children doors, marking, if you'd search. For marking doors yeah. or... Like, oh, like chalk, like, uh, yeah, like, like writing yeah, chalk. Just writing chalk. Yeah. Um, right. I never really got into. I mean, we've never taught how to properly mark doors, or yeah. so. I mean, well, we talk about it a little bit. Like we could talk, you know, whether we close the door, or whether we, uh, you know. I, I was talking to one uh, one guy in a, a different department, and they said they just they literally just remove the door. That yeah, like a lot of work. Well, yeah. it, you can pop it. They were just like, well, you can pop a door off the hinges really quickly. And I was like, yeah, but then. Yeah, you yeah, can just but pop the door. You're trying to do a search and you're going to pull well, it. But then also you need the door closed. So this, we're teaching now. So this was my thing, yeah. right? So maybe this was before, but yeah, now obviously we, we say, yeah. well, you close the door, right? Like, mm -hmm. But yeah, they were saying, no, we just That's remove the door. That way you know that room is clear. Oh, flagger tape. Yeah, yeah, I had some of that for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I know the old folks' home, and not saying you can get this in every room, they actually would put their pillows outside. Yeah. That's a, that's their marking from oh. them when they. So when we're doing like, if we're doing, if we're doing an evac at some of the old folks' homes, mm -hmm. if you see the pillow outside the front, uh, the front door, outside their um, bedroom no, door, the apartment there. We know that room is clear. Mm -hmm. um, is that going to work for us? Probably not. But yeah, the chalk would the chalk would work. That's what I got it for is to mark the door. But if no one else is using it, it's not really a, no. a valid thing. No. Um, I think you get a lot of people to buy into that. The chalk. Yeah. You could. It does get a little messy. Not as messy as um as chimney as, as Kevin is chimney bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it does get a little uh, a little messy with the chalk mm -hmm. sometimes. I think there needs to be better packaging. Um so I know some people use glow sticks, but that seems like there'd be a lot of glow sticks you have to use if you're doing a build, a big right. building. And yeah. also um glow sticks are gonna get old. Yeah. Pretty quick. And how do you secure them on a door? Well, I think you lay them in front of the door. Do they get um, kicked or covered up? Yeah. Uh, what the temperatures are you working in? What are those rated for? They might melt. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, I, goo all over the place. Yeah. yeah. But then same thing with flagging tape. Yeah. Would melt. Well, hopefully, you're, well, if that door's on fire, then you're not gonna. Fucking on your burning door. Yeah. Hot stuff. Back of your glove. Yeah, we're good. Hot. <laughs> Just right on the door. It's hot. Anything else? I've got yeah. something to add. Yeah. Oh. Tenth episode, yo. Tenth episode. Talk about it. Put it in our pocket. Yeah, you're going to put your tenth episode in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, double digits. 
Double digits. Anyone yeah. who's stuck in with us and found us on the way through, we really appreciate it. Like from the from the beginning of this, this was just us sitting down, as you probably understand by now, talking garbage. Yeah. <laughs> the normally I've taught in. Then we have no someone book. from another different department who talks about stuff from books. <laughs> he studied to come on our podcast. He did. He did. He's Thanks, Todd. You're coming back, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Kids get smart. <laughs> <laughs> we learned so much. Um, uh, we we really do appreciate you you guys listening and and uh, if there are things that you would like us to talk about or if there's things you would like us to discuss or anything, um, just send us a message on the book face now or on Facebook and um, yeah, there's lots of lots One of ways of getting on this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just send us a message. Mm-hmm. Follow us on the Facebooks as well. You know, if you're interested. If you're I interested. do. I do. I follow me. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, we really, we really appreciate you. Thank you. And we hope it helps in some way, at least. We're done. I think so. I didn't say what I was going to put in my pocket. Well, what are you going to put in your pocket? <laughs> I actually don't know. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> what, what's enough. in the trunk of your car that you got? Oh, uh, the Jocko book. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the book. Right in my mind. Back to the I need book. some leadership. Yeah. Open the book, yeah. Actually, we've we've caught you on. Uh, I say caught you. We've caught you on um, fire scenes. It's like, what, what are you listening to? I listen to Jocko. It's like <laughs> the, you do realize that we're fighting a grass fire. Yeah, you carry on. Yeah, I'm listening to Jocko. <laughs> He's kidding. <laughs> Mostly. He'd have it playing over the trucks if we had a PA system. I'm sure. We need better speakers. Thunderstruck. That was what yeah. we were talking Thunderstruck. about. Thunderstruck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's there. You go. A question for everyone. If and if you are listening and you'd like to answer, is there a song that your department would love to play in your trucks on the on the way to scene? Obviously, you're you're talking about the fire, but maybe on low. <laughs> maybe just on low. Other stuff going on. Though. Are you kidding? The doors are opening up and thunderstruck and. <laughs> Smoke is coming out the doors, and I hear you. Okay, <laughs> thanks everyone. Rob, Ash, Spence, Scott. Good night.